Welcome to The Socialist Program. This is the audio of our monthly seminar. Subscribe and support this programming at patreon.com slash the socialist program to join live once a month and ask Brian Becker your questions and listen to them as soon as they come out. Thanks so much for your help in keeping this independent show going. We can make this program with you, but not without you. All right. Thank you, Nicole. And thanks again. Yeah. As Nicole said to all of you, without the support of patrons, we can't do the show. For people listening to the preview edition of our patrons-only seminar, we have a few minutes trying to entice those who are not yet subscribers to become subscribers because we need to expand the subscriber base. And I know, you know, thousands of people who are listening to the show very regularly and rely on the show, we get tons of feedback, but it's a smaller fraction that actually steps up and actually becomes a subscriber. And that makes all the difference. So if you're not a subscriber yet, please become one. I had said, Nicole, that the theme of this, the opening at least of this webinar would be the new stage of the military industrial complex. And I wanna talk about that. There's a particular article that I'm gonna reference about what's going on inside the Pentagon in its negotiations with the White House, with Congress, insisting in a way that the US industrial base is currently inadequate, not because it's inadequate to build the bridges that are necessary to be built or to be repaired or the highways, the infrastructure that in many parts of the country are really crumbling, 70,000 bridges in urgent need of repair, for instance, the lack of high-speed rail in the United States. I mean, a real scandal. One of the articles, the flow of arms to Ukraine has exposed a worrisome lack of production capacity in the United States that has its roots in the end of the Cold War. Well, not really, but we'll get into that. But the headline is, From Rockets to Ball Bearings, Pentagon Struggles to Feed the War Machine. What about the people? I mean, poverty is growing in the United States. 140 million people in the United States live in or near poverty in the richest economy in the world. The headline is, From Rockets to Ball Bearings, Pentagon Struggles to Feed War Machine. The Pentagon is really struggling. Those Pentagon procurement officers really struggling. Yes, they get 900, almost $900 billion a year, but they're struggling because they can't keep up. And I'm going to talk about why they can't keep up. They're worried about Ukraine because they're, they've pumped $150 billion of weapons into Ukraine to escalate the war in Ukraine. They're terribly afraid that there will be enough pressure to create real negotiations to end the war in Ukraine. But that's that's the thing they fear. I want to talk about that. But before we do, I was just struck by an article that came out in Foreign Affairs, the magazine of the Council on Foreign Relations, from today. Xi Jinping says he is preparing China for war. The world should take him seriously. And I thought, like, okay, we're having a patrons-only seminar. I have to, in fact, lead with this. I want to read a little bit to you from the Foreign Affairs. Foreign Affairs is, as I mentioned, the 
main magazine or organ of the Council on Foreign Relations, which is one of the premier think tanks in the United States. In the past, it was even more powerful. You really couldn't become Secretary of State in the United States without the blessing and usually the membership or being in the leadership of the Council on Foreign Relations. Anyway, here's the first couple sentences. Chinese leader Xi Jinping says he is preparing for war. At the annual meeting of China's parliament and its top political advisory body in March, Xi wove the theme of war readiness through four separate speeches. In one instance, telling his generals to, quote, dare to fight, close quote. Pretty sure that needs a little bit more context. He told his generals, dare to fight, like as if Xi Jinping is aching for war. Then the article goes on. His government also announced a 7.2% increase in China's defense budget, which has doubled over the last decade. Not mentioning, by the way, that it's less than one-third of the U.S. defense budget. As well as plans to make the country less dependent on foreign grain imports. Ooh. And in recent months, Beijing has unveiled new military readiness laws new air raid shelters in cities across the strait from Taiwan, and new, quote, national defense mobilization, close quote, offices countrywide. It is too early to say for certain what these developments mean. Conflict is not certain or imminent, but something has changed in Beijing that policymakers and business leaders worldwide cannot afford to ignore. If Xi says he is readying for war, it would be foolish not to take him at his word. Now, come on. I mean, we have to spend a couple minutes dissecting this particular piece of propaganda. Xi is getting ready for war. We have to take him seriously. If he says he's readying for war, it would be, quote, foolish not to take him at his word. And China has changed its laws regarding military conflict and created new mobilization, national defense mobilization offices countrywide. The article, of course, to the reader in the United States would think, like the reader would think, like most readers would think if they're getting their news from the mainstream media, China's on the march. China's getting ready for war. Heed the message. We have to get ready for war too. I mean, this is truly an Alice in Wonderland presentation of what's going on. In 2018, as we have talked about many, many times, but redundancy is necessary here, the U.S. reoriented its military doctrine, adopted a new military doctrine in the Pentagon Quadrennial Report, and the new doctrine is we are preparing for major power conflict. We are preparing for major power conflict. By we, I mean the Pentagon. And that means that all of the budgeting, all of the prioritizing, all of the war gaming, all of the strategic thinking, all of the placement of equipment, ships, aircraft, troops, is preparing for war with the major powers. Who are they? Well, first and foremost would be China. 60% of U.S. naval and Air Force assets have been put into the Pacific. The United States has been secretly training Taiwan's military forces. 
even though the U.S. recognized in the Shanghai communique in 1972 and reaffirmed again in 79 and reaffirmed once more in 19, in the early 1980s that Taiwan is a part of China, just as much as, say, Hawaii is a part of the United States, the U.S. continues to send billions of dollars of arms to Taiwan, trains their military as if they're an independent country, and then sends Nancy Pelosi, the third-ranking person to take the, the helm should the president and vice president not be available to lead the country. Nancy Pelosi went in August to Taiwan. The Chinese said, wait, you're meddling in our internal affairs. You can't treat Taiwan as an independent country. But Nancy Pelosi went ahead. Kevin McCarthy, who has now become the Speaker of the House for the Republicans, but the Speaker of the House overall, has said he's going. The Chinese say there will be severe consequences this time if Kevin McCarthy makes the trip. The big takeaway is, yes, China is preparing for war because China would be ridiculously, you know, outside of reality if it wasn't preparing for the war because the biggest military power in the world is preparing for war against China. And the Chinese understand full well that the war in Ukraine, the proxy war, the war that could have easily been avoided by good faith negotiations, the proxy war with Russia, is a precursor event for a conflict with China. So China is getting ready for war. That's why they have created the National Defense Mobilization Offices. That's true. They have changed military laws so that they would be applicable during wartime. That's true. They are creating air raid shelters in cities across the strait from Taiwan, meaning in their own country. That's true. But it's because China is convinced that war is coming, but not because China wants war, but because the United States wants confrontation with China. And if you look at the U.S., actual military strategy, the strategic framework, the tactics and the deployment and the procurement strategies, they're making the entire Pacific like completely armed, the first island nations chain, which surrounds China in the South China Sea, the East China Sea, all the way up to Japan, where and in Japan, the U.S. has 11 or 12 major U.S. military bases Yeah, China believes war is coming, everybody. We've been saying it over and over again on the socialist program. I earnestly believe this is what the Chinese think is happening because they they have enough intelligence, meaning information, to think that this is, in fact, what's coming. But again, pity the people in the United States who read the foreign affairs because they would come away with the impression that Xi Jinping says he is preparing China for war because he wants a war, which is absolutely not the case. The last thing China wants is war. I mean, China's entire priority has been for so long to bring its people out of poverty. And, you know, even now, China's per annual income for a Chinese person is a little bit under $10,000 a year. You compare that to Italy, which is four or five times that amount, or the United States even greater. I mean, China is a poor country that's emerging and using a developmental strategy to overcome poverty. Why would China want war with the United States? Asking the question, in fact, answers it.
because China doesn't want war. Anyway, I just thought it was important to bring this to everyone's attention. I want to go back to the the main story that I wanted to talk about. That's all for this preview. If you'd like access to the rest of this seminar and our entire archive of exclusive seminars with Brian Becker, become a patron at patreon.com slash the socialist program. We are an independent show and we cannot make this programming without you. Thanks so much for your support.